listening to the Two of Me podcast. Join me, Eva Lewis, a wife, mother, business owner, blogger, and woman with bipolar disorder and generalized anxiety disorder as I discuss the highs and lows of juggling life with a mental illness. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two of Me podcast. It's Eva Lewis here. And today I'm going to go back in time a little and talk about me at sort of the beginning of my journey with bipolar. I guess around the first year or so after I was diagnosed. I was diagnosed in September 2017 with bipolar 2. I have to say I have just had my last, not my last, but my latest meeting with my psychiatrist and everything is looking amazing. So that's just to show you that's taken four years for me to get things managed and that's with psychologists for my medication, going off medication, starting new medications, dealing with side effects, all of those things. So obviously it hasn't made my bipolar go away because that just doesn't happen but it's managed it at a level where I can sort of get on with life it's still there in the background but it's a hell of a lot better so I just wanted to I guess summarize a a blog post that I wrote a little while ago on having high functioning bipolar and I pretty much sort of shared what it looks like so yes it, it does sort of look pretty much the same now I probably don't experience the peaks and troughs like I did back then when I actually wrote the blog post. But I was going through a bit of a a roller coaster back then. Let's say this was two or three years ago. And yeah, the hardest part of dealing with bipolar at that point and today is being a mum. I have absolutely no choice but to get out of bed every day, no matter how shit I feel, and get on with my life. So yeah, I have high functioning bipolar and it's bloody hard, but it has gotten easier over time. So what does high functioning bipolar mean? It means that I can function somewhat normally, although I have this mental illness. And also the fact that I probably don't have, I know I don't have bipolar as bad as other people do. So it's still there and I still have to deal with it, but not at the extreme levels as others. My high-functioning bipolar disorder isn't because I have everything sorted and managed. It's far from that. It's my reality because I just don't have any other options. It's a survival mechanism. I have to keep going because I have children to raise. I have to be there for my husband. I have a job to do to pay the bills. I have my own business. When I'm manic, people think I'm just in a really good mood. So I think my last hypermanic episode, probably about a month ago, But what happens with those, and it hasn't, as I said, it hasn't happened a lot recently because I'm a bit better managed with my medication. But what happens with the hypomania is that there's always the downward spiral to depression after it. And you always wonder, okay, how long is this going to last for? You know, when am I going to wake up depressed? But it does happen. It's inevitable. So when I've been depressed, I put on a facade, I cancel things. I postpone things, I do what I need to do to get through the day and if I can I put work aside and I catch up on it later 
the problem with this is that those things that I push aside, they still have to be done. Okay, so it's not I'm pushing them aside to cancel them. They still have to be done. And the problem with this is that it leads to overwhelm because I'm like, oh my God, if I push them, push them aside, I've still got to do them, you know, and they're going to be due at the end of the month, for example. So yes, I've struggled with my bipolar, but I'm right here, there taking the kids to school, right there at the committee meetings. I'm right there at the soccer games. I'm right there in the aisle doing the groceries. I'm right there turning out articles for one of my clients. I'm right there doing the same thing everyone else does. And you'd never know, okay? You would never know unless I had a big sign on my head saying I have bipolar. So I guess what I'm trying to say is just because someone with bipolar, and we're referring to me here, I guess, just because I can look like I can function in everyday life, just because I look like I've got my shit together doesn't lessen the severity of this chronic mental illness. It just means that I'm working 10 times as hard, actually I'd like to say 20 times as hard, to get through my day and by the end of the day I'm absolutely, I'm physically and mentally exhausted. So people who don't even know me wouldn't even realise that I have bipolar. They'd just see me doing what everyone else does. But the fact is, and I'm speaking for other women with bipolar as well, I'm a woman trying so hard to be the best mother and be the best wife I can while the not so good stuff is happening behind the scenes and in my mind. And don't get me started about what happens in my mind. It's absolutely a crazy place. So the depression, so when I'm in a a depressive state, it's not just sadness. It's the days filled with tears and hopelessness. It's where I could be rocking in the corner hoping the kids don't see me. It's the day is feeling physically sick with anxiety and most of the time it's for no reason at all. It's not being able to get off the couch to make dinner or clean the house. It's not being motivated to anything actually, just feeling numb. It's feeling scared. It's feeling paranoid about what others are thinking or saying about me, you know, because I don't rock up to a barbecue or, you know, hang out with the neighbours on a Sunday afternoon. It's feeling worthless, anxious and guilty. It's feeling overly irritable and snapping for no reason. It's hating myself and wanting to run away so my family no longer has to suffer. I'm a woman who has experienced the darkest emotion of self-harm ideation and the thoughts of fleeing. And I just never want to go back there. It scares the hell out of me when I've felt this way because I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers that it doesn't come back anytime soon. But when I'm feeling this way, I literally want to pluck my brain out of my head and throw it away. I wake up each day wondering how I'm going to feel. And most of the time I never know. And most of the time it is just like that. I could go to bed feeling normal, feeling happy, and I can wake up feeling depressed for no reason, no triggers or anything. It's just how it happens with my body. And then there's the mania. So I would have to say that I've probably experienced more of hypermania than mania. Mania is the more severe form. But yeah, there's times I'm just super amazingly happy and I just feel like I want to conquer the world. Like there's so many things I want to do, but you know, there's just too many things and I just don't know where to start. I feel I can do absolutely anything. I feel like superwoman pretty much. There are things that I've done during my time being hypermanic that I've come to regret afterwards. I've bought a business before when I was hypermanic. I've bought a brand new car that I really just didn't need at all. When I was hypermanic, I've taken on two massive clients that I simply couldn't service when I was hypermanic. 
I've driven recklessly and made decisions come to regret. And so after days of being on this high, I inevitably crash into the depth of depression, as I mentioned before. And then the cycle happens over and over again, sometimes with good days in between, if I'm lucky. And as I record this podcast, I've been lucky of late and I'm so grateful for that. Uh, It's taken four years, so I'm grateful. I have to keep a diary every day so that I can show my psychiatrist. I have been a bit lax on that lately, but I do. And I think it's really important because it's really helped her determine if my medications are right or not. She can see my mood swings and the pattern. Previously, earlier on, um, shortly after I was diagnosed, that process, I was deep in that process of working on the medications, slowly increasing my medication dosage, wondering if a good day means if the medication's working or is it just my mind giving me a break? It was really, really, really difficult to know. And also it was difficult to know, am I hypermanic or I'm just normal and I'm just happy? So yeah, it's a long process. As you can tell, I'm speaking now four years post-diagnosis and I've just literally become good. I feel really good. So the thing is, and I talk about getting my medication right and how long it's taken, but it's not just about medication. It's a whole lot of things. I've had therapy. So I've seen my psychiatrist. I've seen psychologists. I'm also seeing a, a mindset coach and it's also lifestyle. It's all these things and that really make the difference. So another thing that I really want to emphasize, and if you are in my position, I'm sure you will relate, having high functioning bipolar is really, really lonely. When people see you and can see that you're doing okay, you're doing normal things, you're going through the motions every day and it can be lonely because, yeah, it looks like you got your shit sorted when really you don't. Because it's, I guess, inverted commas, all in your head, it's hard to articulate to people what's actually going on up there you feel like there's no one to talk to or there's no one that will understand. So bipolar is a very solitary existence. I often feel as though some people don't believe the struggle that I face. I'd have to say definitely in the early stages of after being diagnosed, I felt that way. It's taken time and it's taken these years to finally sort of get people to realize, but it's taken a lot of me sort of being open about it and putting it out there. I often wonder if it would be different if I had something physically and obviously wrong with me. I wonder, would people understand or care more? With bipolar, I feel like I have to explain myself all the time. And even so, people really, I don't think they understand that. There's still so much stigma when it comes to this brain disorder, which is what it is. I'm not just sad and I'm not just depressed. It's about having a chronic mental illness that affects my daily life. And I will have this illness for life. It's not something that will go away with medication it's nothing it's not something that can be cured it can't be cured that's what i want to share about my experience with bipolar having high functioning bipolar i just hope that me sharing this will just change people's perspectives and open up the understanding about this illness now my version of bipolar could be different to the next person's bipolar and the next person's bipolar it is also different 
I know a number of people with bipolar and yeah, the way it affects us is different, but whether someone's bipolar is different or not, I just want to create a better understanding just to change and change just some stigma of bipolar just being people who are crazy, who are depressed and who do crazy things. It doesn't always look like that. So that's really important to put out there. So thank you so much for listening to me again. And please go and check out my website, themultitaskingwoman.com. There's heaps and heaps. I don't know how many. I've lost track of how many articles are on there. But there's plenty of reading for you. And there's also some free mental health resources and a shop with a couple of things in there. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And I will talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Two of Me podcast. I look forward to having you back listening to the next weekly episode. But for more content on mindset, mental health and well-being, check out my website, themultitaskingwoman.com.